forever. <laughs> Dog. Manila. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Let's chop it up. Woo, girl, now it's March, honey. We is what? It's spring fever, girl. Like the first, <laughs> we are like in spring full out right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and we have love reading your emails all about your goodies. Your goodies. Oh. Yo, um, so let's read a few. Mina, you want to start uh, with my, my goodies? goodies. Mm. All right, this one's from Alex. Hey, dolls. Love you guys. Love the podcast. I can't even name a more iconic Leo Aquarius duo. I'm listening mm. to the pod right now, and you guys made me think of all the good things that have happened to me since last March. I graduated from makeup school, moved out on my own, and have had my first ever boyfriend. It's been a wild year, and although I got COVID once, it has been a beautiful year full of firsts for me. Wish you all the love and support. Hashtag Manila was Rob. Hashtag Latrice for president. <laughs> work, <laughs> work, 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 work. Um, come on, you've been knowing all up in our um astrology and stuff. You know yeah. that's that is a power couple right there. Leos and Aquarius is together. That's that's power, power, power. Um, she's the power bottom. I'm a power top. <laughs> so how it works. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, but congratu congratulations, darling, on all that you've accomplished, and you got your first boyfriend ever. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, it, you probably wouldn't have gotten that boyfriend without first graduating from makeup school so you could make yourself look all gorgeous, right? <laughs> then you moved out of your old stinking town into a new one where you were able to attract some some lovely... Fresh meat. He was fresh, fresh meat. meat mm -hmm. yes. mm -hmm. So yeah, there is... You always got to look at, like, what you are coming out of it that's good and positive with things. You know what I mean? Like, there's always going to be a silver lining to everything yeah. that we do. Yeah, so y'all better do it. You better do it. Uh, congrats to your your no. Well, I don't call him your husband yet, but your boyfriend and stuff. Mm -hmm. oh, let's not jump the gun. Let's not scare yeah. the boyfriend it's away. It's so too fresh. Quickly. It's so fresh. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the first one. I don't want him to be like, oh no, no, I'm out. Oh please, this is this is. He's saying this is the first one. So there's going to be many after, maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe, but oh, you know, no. we're hopes that you know it's love at first sight, and this is the one. Like he held out this whole time for not having a boyfriend because he oh. was waiting for the one and maybe this is it. Maybe this or is it. maybe this is just a learning lesson in your life that you might just have to get over. But right? <laughs> either or, which or, way. Or maybe maybe you're writing from Utah where you can take on multiple wives <laughs> and this is just the first of first of many sister sister boyfriends that you're you're going to be taking under. <laughs> but whatever the case may be, it is all worthy of celebration because you're happy and you have accomplished some shit during the pandemic. So 
Yes. yes. You got good. And, and you just proved that you got good goodies, apparently, because you got a boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on yes. with your goodies. Uh-huh. Well, goodies are good, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Let we have more re- goodies. Mm-hmm. Let yep. me reach down in this good, good bag here. Ooh, um, good bag. Uh, this is from Hannah. Hey, Latrice and Manila. Hope you're both well. You, you've added a lot of shine to another gray and drizzly British Thursday for me. <laughs> your, your episode today asked for listeners to share good things to come from lockdown, and I've got one, so I thought I'd share. I'm a teacher, and I'm sure you know our workloads are intense. Before lockdown, I was the busiest bee, and unfortunately, I'd gone uh, and sunken back into my old eating disorder. Oh, no. Mm. Lockdown gave me a chance to stop, look at myself, and change. I'm down better than I've been in years, and I feel so much better equipped to go back to school as the best teacher I can be. Also, I discovered Drag Race this year, and it's helped me so much. The inclusivity of your world is such a warm blanket. I very I'm ever grateful. Thank you for your podcast, Hannah. Hannah, you are absolutely welcome and I'm so glad that you're doing better because it is so important that you are healthy number 1. Mm-hmm. Um and always. And so we encourage you to stay strong. I know that it is a day by day situation and you just have to um uh grin and bear it as uh as you navigate through but i'm glad that drag has given you um inspiration and uh giving you that warm blanket that warm hug that you need because we all need to feel like we belong somewhere and that people get us and that we're understood and so welcome to it girl here we are yeah yeah and it's crazy because like you know, as a uh, as a teacher, you're responsible for so many more people mm-hmm. than just yourself. So it's a lot of stress and that can like really affect yourself. And like sometimes you don't even know how to manage that. So like you, you start forming these like idiosyncrasies or disorders or whatever to kind of try to take control over something in your mm-hmm. life. And it's something that, you know, you, you feel like you can you can grasp onto and whatever. So it's nice that we have this. We're all forced into this this time where we have to like we have to like look at ourselves in the mirror we have to self-reflect we have to think of like what what's good for us really like what's mm-hmm. the most important things to us and i'm glad that you're able to find the motivation to better yourself yes so when yeah. you go back to teaching you're going to be even more amazing and you're going to uh be even an inspiration and that's going to transfer on to your students so absolutely mm-hmm. so good on you now, if Good you want you. your goodies read on the air, just send us an email at latriceandmanila at gmail.com and we might read it on the show next week. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how's your goodies? Yeah, let's dive into our weeks. How, how's yeah. your goodies? How are your goodies? Oh, your my goodies. goodies. <laughs> um, my goodies. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I've had a little bit of time this last week, uh, well, last few weeks, I've, I've taken some time for myself. And I've kind of like, uh, I've been working a lot, like from home and whatever. So I took a little like staycation because, you know, mm-hmm. I can't really go anywhere. So it's right, a staycation. Right. And girl, I'm just sitting around watching TV. I like clean my house. So it's just really nice to just kind of like be at home and like a nice clean house and say, I'm watching Game of Thrones. It's my first time watching Game of Thrones. So like, I'm like hooked. 
And I have not watched the GOT. I haven't gotten mm. into Yeah, I'm a late boomer too. Don't even hate me because I know Shangela is a fanatic, honey. About I know. I feel, I feel like I, after I finish Game of Thrones, I'm going to go watch All Stars 3 again <laughs> so I get all of Shangela's references. <laughs> It's true. Well, no, it's a, it's actually, it's it's good. And also the thing about it is that like, I remember years ago, I was trying to watch Game of Thrones, but because like, I was always so busy and I was traveling and whatever, yeah. like I couldn't really get into it. And girl, I watched the first episode three times before I finally got all the way through. I, I lost interest the first time, the second oh. time I fell asleep. Uh-huh. And it's like one of those shows that you have to like pay attention because yeah. there's a lot of characters. Uh, there's and a then lot they of, die. Like, and they and all get, yeah, they, they're, they, all, they're, they're interchangeable, apparently. Drama, soap opera, <laughs> medieval style. Okay. <laughs> and there's like places, there's like different, like different parts of the, their fantasy world that, that, that take place. It's not just like one storyline. And so it, I wasn't able ever to get through it because also, because I didn't have time. You know, I was always right. busy and on the road and there was other things that were like taking priority. But I was like, you know what? Let me try this one more time. I got some time. Let me watch Game of Thrones. You got some time and some rest, so mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, let's see if you can stay up for this. Well, good. Yeah, it's like one of those, you know, like it's one of those, you know, when you get hooked on a show. And I was, I tell you before, like when I find a show that I like, I like try to space out the episodes mm-hmm. so I can like make it last longer. But not with Game of Thrones because you Game of Thrones lot. is like addicting, and there's like eight seasons, so yeah. you know that you you have a plenty of time. You'll have a few weeks. So I'm just like next episode. Oh, so oh oh. Something died. Oh, someone died. Oh, something. Oh, cliffhanger. I got to watch the next. Just one more episode. One more episode. It's like five in the morning. Just, just one more. Just one more episode. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to get into it. I needed something anyway, new and fresh. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not new, but it's new to me. So. New, to, new, new to you. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't get discouraged, girl. It's a, it's a, it's a lot. You got to pay attention a lot. But once you get the get hooked on some yeah, of these characters. And get into the characters you yeah mm-hmm. and the story. I'm here for it. That's good. Because it's so long, you really can't you have time for real deep character development. Oh. You okay. know, like mm-hmm. there isn't just the bad guy because he's bad because he's evil and he just does evil things because he's the bad guy. It's like you everyone's murdering some people at a certain point. So everyone's kind of a bad guy. <laughs> at a certain point. So you're, you like hate someone and then you kind of love them. And then you're like, okay, I don't know. Then they die. Whatever. <sighs> what, what about you? What are you um, up to? Well, actually we've just been doing like, uh, like household little things, you know, that we hadn't gotten around to. So, uh, we got some new planters, like pots and stuff from, uh, to replant some pots, uh, replant the pan, repot the plant. <laughs> okay, so are you smoking these plants? Are these plants called pots? Is that why you can't? Pre- <laughs> Is that why you can't finish the sentence? Oh my god! So yeah, we re- repotted some plants. Um, and uh, been doing stuff like that, and then oh, wait, have, the, have the plants gotten so big that you like they won't fit? Yeah, in? Oh. yeah. So like the they were the roots were like so compressed that so we like let's get them in bigger situations and prettier situations, and so they look so much better, and they're like all happy. They're like woo and praising God. Yeah. 
So we got some happy plants. And then, like, um, my side gate is, uh, it, it had it, I guess. And so, <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, Why is she it? did not already have hers. I mean, she came off the hinges, girl, like, completely <laughs> off the hinges. Like, like she was turned up at the last rave party, and she was <laughs> off the hinges, girl. And so <laughs> she <laughs> she didn't already not have hers. And so we had the guy come out. Um, I've never experienced this before, but they're like, yes, we come out, we have, we write up the order, we take the payment in full, and then we schedule your appointment. I was like, oh, well, that's the out of the order that I'm usually doing things, but mm-hmm. okay, let's, let's go ahead and do this. Y'all bonded and certified. So, and got the best, uh, reviews. Um, cause you know, that's what I go by when I'm looking for home repairs. I'm looking at those reviews. They are essential. And I, you know, someone, could have a five star, but only have like 12 reviews versus someone with like a 4.7 and have 112 reviews. I'm going wow. with a 4.7. You know what I'm saying? Because the odds of, you know what I mean? That to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more work. Uh, body yeah, because like work. if you only have like three reviews, it's easy to have a five, five star yeah, rating. Because it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. You just you just tell your friends, your five friends, like, hey, write me a good review. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe there was one person that was disappointed and only yep. gave him a three, mm-hmm. but it all balances out with exactly. all the other hundred fives. Correct. So it makes sense. So your gate is fixed? No, it'll be fixed on the second. But oh, but the, the payment went through. The, the, check, pay- the check cleared? The check cleared, clearly, of oh, course. Oh, okay. Uh, well, hopefully and we, by the and time we got this, a date. And we got hopefully a date. by the time this episode comes, we don't have to leave them a bad review and make them go down to a 4.5. Okay, they don't want it. Don't. Oh, they don't. Uh-uh. Fuck with me, fellas. Uh-uh. Don't okay. fuck with me, fellas. <laughs> We're gonna get our listeners at the shop to start writing them bad reviews too. Like, hey, okay. There. They don't even want it. Latrice yeah. her gate. <laughs> give Latrice her gate. Yeah, we yeah. need to get your gate because otherwise you're gonna have like crazy raccoons coming into your backyard, girl. Too late. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. We got oh, yeah. A, we got a family of raccoons that live like right next door, but they always come through our yard to get to the other yard, I guess. And they just walk right across my my pool deck and right across into the bush, into the corner, and over the fence. No, what do you? Is that like scary? Or are you like, oh, Girl, wildlife? I, we we would sit out here literally and just full out nature is in our backyard. We have so many iguanas and lizards and raccoons and birds and it's just like we just sit and and watch nature you know you you have a lot of plants yeah it's that whole hedge that whole hedge over there in the back there attenborough like narrating (laughs) the the nature show (laughs) and now the family of raccoons are walking across the pool you can see an iguana take a dip then take a shit on the patio it's like they yeah they'll take a swim yeah they swim in your chlorine pool? They will. Yes, indeed. Now, do you leave, like, little, like, gifts Hell out there? no. Oh, so you're like, get, okay, you can come through, but don't you come stay. come through, but don't stay, bitch, because y'all like to, like, shit on the patio, and no, no, no. And oh, it's yeah. like big old turds, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, that came out you? <laughs> I don't know what they're feeding you in the next next door neighbors. Girl. <laughs> um. So what, will this gate uh, close no, this off? Not, no, no. They no. just they come Mm-mm. through. They they, they find come, a way. They're the way. They they yeah. They climb. <laughs> but it oh, is what? security for the other people. You know. 
Okay, yeah, because we we can deal with raccoons, but not like strangers. not humans. Yeah, I don't yeah, want nobody no, wandering no, he, through, mm-mm. falling in my pool, dying, and then I'm liable because my gate was broken. See what I'm saying? That's how that uh, works. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. all right. So yeah. no one go die in Latrice's pool. It's for Please raccoons and thank you. of iguanas only. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Well, we are back, honey. (laughs) Back, back, back again. Um, and let's get back in our inbox. I think we have a little bit more, Manila. Oh, yeah. You know, thank you guys so much for, like, writing us our inbox. I feel so popular. I, I know, like, right? Yeah, I know. They love us. They I actually love, love us. Gmail account. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, this one's from Mark. Hi, my gorgeous queens. I absolutely love listening to your podcast weekly. It truly does bring a smile to my face. I have a relationship issue that I would love your help with. I've been together with my husband for five years. His sex drive is higher than mine, and he wants to have sex with me constantly. However, Mm. he thinks that if he doesn't get enough sex, I don't have the right to pleasure myself. Oh, I feel silly writing this. It sounds next level controlling. I just want some input. I feel like there's a huge double standard in a relationship. He can do what he wants for some reason. There's always a justification. He masturbates when he wants. I can walk in on him doing it and I'll just carry on with what I'm doing. No big deal. Anyway, he kind of caught me yesterday and I knew it. He said to me as if I'm doing something wrong. Should I feel bad or what should I do? Thanks. Mark. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. So listen, Mark. Okay. All right. So, Husband, first of married all, for five years, right? Married for, oh, God. Okay. So, look, first of all, oh, yeah, but you can have worse problems. Your husband wants to have sex with you all the time. <laughs> um, first of all, that, let's talk about that. Um, but I understand that understand, I understand that you may not have such a high sex drive as him, but the point of the matter is that y'all need to get your shit in sync because, like, I know personally, I would feel some type of way if I'm right here and you rather masturbate than be with me, like, and vice versa. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way I would take it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not in um, the mood or whatever, I mean, it happens. Sometimes you're just not in the headspace. Sometimes you're not mm-hmm. down with it. However, it is the goal or should be the goal of your spouse to help you get more in out of your head and to give him some head. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that <laughs> you like, that's the part is like, sometimes you just kind of got to get out of that head space because it's all about, you know, thinking up and, and, but it's not a wrong thing. Like masturbating is help, uh, healthy. I mean, I don't prefer it, like, over my husband. I absolutely would not prefer that over my husband. But if I'm away and that's all I got, then Then show me that's what you got. Yeah. But uh, it sounds like that y'all have deeper issues than 
the sex though. Like if you're saying like there's double standards in the relationship and he can do what he wants and there's always justification. Um, it sounds like there's deeper issues that you need to think about uh, and discuss and be open and communicate because uh, resentment and trust, it sounds like is coming into play um, because you feel like you have something to hide or he feels like he has something to hide or should be ashamed of. And neither one of you should be ashamed for whacking off, you know? Yeah, well, it seems that Mark's saying that, like, he's kind of, he's kind of, like, accepted that his husband has, like, a higher sex drive. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know which of the positions that you guys are, like, going for in your sexual thing. But, like, I can see, like, sometimes sex can be, like, a lot of work. Lot of work. Like, you you yeah, gotta prepare like... for it. It's kind of messy. It takes a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of, you gotta, you gotta relax some whole, the muscles. Uh, you know what I mean? Um... So I can understand being like, okay, I don't really feel like going through the whole, whole process thing, right yeah. now. So let me mm. just like crank one out so I can move on with my day or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah, I do. I do think that like you need to find some kind of balance because like if you, if he wants to engage in sex with you, then you should, uh, you should, and you, and, and if you have that one moment where you, you don't usually want to do it, but you have that one moment you're like, okay, now is the time. Bitch, they're like, hey, come on in here. Let's jack off together or let's do this together. Like, let's watch me. You know what I mean? Right. Just think that was good, Manila. Now, see, just be inclusive. Yeah. Give them the option. At least make it more about y'all and not about just, I need to get a beat off. You know how, like, Mm -hmm. that's sexy right there. It's like, here, babe, I'm kind of feeling, you know, horny. If I'm not, then let me just watch. That might get me in the mood. Yeah, and yeah. then I might find out I yeah. might want to be over there with Come you. Come on over, like maybe yeah, help you out bitch. a little bit. That but is also, how you get also it I going. think what I also think that what you need to think about, Mark, is like um like you were saying, like you've walked in on him and it doesn't phase you as much because you've kind of like accepted that this is kind of like how he is. Um but you also need to explain to him, like, you, you don't want to feel like you have to do this in secret, like you have to go right. like, into a different room and do this. So um you have to also be like hey, look, uh, let's try to, like, make this work for us because I don't want to feel like I, like, if I'm going to be, I'm doing something wrong, you know what I mean? Because there, there's that, yeah. that communication that's not happening. Yeah. So, or feel like you're not enough. Yeah, exactly. That other part, too. So, like, I know I know the feeling of all of that. So, like, um, it's it's really important to make sure that you have clear communication First of all, let him know, let each other know how it makes you feel when the situation occurs, whether you're walking in on him or he walking in on you, whatever the case may be, um, you need to be, you know, man up and like talk about how it makes you feel because obviously y'all feel some type of way about it. It's not, you know, otherwise you wouldn't have a fight or an issue. It wouldn't be a problem. So you have issues and that you need to discuss. So, yeah, sure. yeah. And the thing about it is, like, we're if you're married and you've been together for five years, so um, you have to realize that, like, uh, you have to treat sex sometimes as like um, 
a thing that you need to like, it's like love. You need to give it to your nurture. It's a, it's a, nurture it. It's something that you have to like care for them. Like ultimately when you're going to be old, he's going to need you to wipe his ass. He's going to need you to take, take him to the doctor. He's going to need all this stuff from you that like, like you, you get the, you have the responsibility for. So, you know, if he has to have sex all the time, then you married him, honey. Are you going to have to give up to him? <laughs> Yeah, or figure out like what you know that it's okay, and come to some kind of common ground so no one feels less than or accused, or there's no blame. There shouldn't be blame. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know that like I know that like there's a lot of like mental things that go along with sex, and you mm-hmm. know, like it's uh, especially in a relation, a committed relationship. Uh, there are a lot of things can like factor into like your libido, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, stress and anxiety is like boner killer for me. Like I'm not in the mood. Usually when I'm in a stressful, stressed out headspace or I'm feeling anxious about things or whatever. Um, then I'm not really feeling like in the mood, but, um, Figure out what those triggers are and figure out how to either increase your libido mm-hmm. so you can meet him some which way because that could have always be fun, you know? They definitely have uh, these pills that you can take. <laughs> and they're not even blue. You can get them right over the counter, honey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like a rhinoceros on the <laughs> And you be long and strong, baby. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, go... Just go and jack off in front of him let let him be a part of that thing because (laughs) that's if obviously that's that important to him and you married him you know that like you know you have to you have to come to some kind of thing so that he's not resenting you for Mm -hmm. taking care of yourself and if you want to take if you want to bust a nut do it with your husband bust a move Mm -hmm. hope that helps i got a little I got a little turned on from this talking about <laughs> walking in on some couples jerking off. <laughs> so let's please change the subject before I slide off my chair. So let's take a break. Right, let's and take then a come break. Back. Let's clear our heads. Yeah. You got the chop. You got the chop. You got the chop. You got the chop. Girl, you got the chop. Okay, we are back. We are chop. back. Okay, <laughs> breathe, stretch, and shake, honey. Yeah, shake. Woo. Okay, are you ready shake. for our tops and our chops of the week, Latrice? I am ready. Now we have not performed live for quite some time. Um, at least not to, to the extent that we were doing before. So I thought we could share our best and worst drag performances for our chops <laughs> and our chops. <laughs> I'm here for it. Okay. I'm mm, here for this. Mm, this is mm, going to be fun. Okay. I, no, oh, I, this, is, this is something okay. that's great because like, I definitely have to like remind myself that once I was a famous drag queen performing for hundreds, thousands of people <laughs> cheering my name, screaming, Manila! Manila! <laughs> yes. uh, do you have, like, one of the most stand... Well, can you share us with one of your most standout oh. drag moments, performances ever? Okay. 
And this is before Drag Race. Like, this is when she was club kid number one, honey. Oh. Oh, Oh, baby. She used to turn the party. Okay, so um, I was working at Coliseum here in Fort Lauderdale. Okay, that's like the big... That was the big iconic dance club. That was the big dance club. Everybody, bitch, came to Coliseum from all over South Florida, North Florida, anywhere they came to Coliseum. But there was this most iconic moment, and it was never caught on film, but bitch, it was sickening. It was a Latrice highlight moment. So... Back then, I used to sew my own clothes. You know, I was making all my own costumes. So I had made this dance costume, bell bottoms, it was real colorful. Um, and I made a hula hoop hat. Yeah, so I took a hula hoop. Wait. Okay, like right. a hula, like you a just hula got hoop. The store. Yeah, got a hula hoop. And I had made a, cut a circle, cut it a circle out of the same fabric that I was wearing. Uh-huh. And I made a, like, a seam, uh, like, to, to thread the hula hoop through a sleeve. So it was like a, circ- like a circle, like a round circle. A, a full circle. circle. Mm-hmm. And I cut out a hole in the middle of the circle that uh, my hair ponytail had went through. I slipped, I slipped down oh. the hat, and then my ponytail stood out the top of the hat. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, so it's like this big brim. Correct. With a ponytail. Ponytail. Correct. Okay. So, I was doing this song called Take Me, Love Me, and I'll tell you, this is like high house techno rave peak hour music. You know, it's like when everybody's pill is kicking in. (laughs) And... Oh, because this, this is the club where they do the spotlight performances, yes, right? Yes, like what they the call club, hot spots. The yeah. club is going, and then all of a sudden, like, the lights show like, on the stage, and then, the, and like, the, the production DJ starts. Sm- the production yeah. starts and just smoothly transitions into yeah. a show. And it's just, like, a, a few short numbers. Yeah, and then it goes a back number, to the- and then it goes back, and it goes right, and then the stage goes dark, and then everybody continues dancing. So, bitch, I was up there doing my thing, honey, and it got to this one part, and um, when I go, take me, love me, I did this little head flip down and unrolled the um, uh, hula hoop from my ponytail. Oh, and yeah. And slung it across the room. And from my, from the stage, it had went across the entire audience. And when I tell you, like, like, a foot above everyone's head and it glided across the entire dance floor and everybody's watching it. It's like in slow motion. <laughs> watching <laughs> like, it. Like a UFO? Like, <laughs> exactly. And it's literally hovering across the entire dance floor and it went all the way from the stage to the front door. Like it hit, <laughs> it hit the corner and went through the front door and when I tell you the crowd went ballistic. <laughs> it didn't matter what else I did, because I did that, bitch, and that <laughs> blew their mind. It blew my Girl, mind, too. we need to recreate this. That is what I want to do. That was the moment, bitch. 
Now, did you get moment. it back at the end of the day? I like, did. did I did oh. get it back because it went straight to the front door and they knew where it came from. So they <laughs> brought it right up to the dressing room when I got done. First of all, I'm imagining you looking like Whoopi Goldberg from Star Trek with that hat, <laughs> with that circle hat that she wore. Yeah, and it was that, pretty you know sick thing. About, we love a fucking good reveal, bitch. Yeah, bitch. I love and that. Now, and now, it was never practiced. It was right in the moment. And it fucking... It it's like a giant frisbee, girl. It was a huge frisbee. Is and because what it's it so be. big, it doesn't move, it doesn't look like it moves fast. It looks like no, it, it just, just goes hovers. <laughs> exactly. I love that. Oh my god, Latrice, we need to make more of those. For when I'm you telling you. Oh my gosh. Well, that is a good top, honey. So my what? top is that one time we did that show in Sao Paulo. No, was it Sao Paulo? No, it was Rio. It was in Brazil when uh-huh. we did a tour together. Remember they had that rotating stage? They had the stage with all the <gasps> that lights. That was in the, Sao Paulo. The LED it stages. So we had all of our blue. fucking visuals up mm-hmm. there projected. And they had the fucking most sickening stage. Yeah. That was so much fun because, first of all, it was packed. There was like thousands Rich of people. Thousands. Multiple balconies. It was just like, we were all screaming our names. It, it was like, I felt like Beyonce because. For real. That was the that was the performance where they had this this thing that lowered from the top of the ceiling, mm-hmm. and I came down in this big feather showgirl. It was like it, it, was, it was designed to look like um, a parrot. Yeah, no, 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 it was a parrot. I forget. I forget. No, it was a, a cockatiel. A, a was big like a, yellow yeah. feather, like showgirl, very Rio. And I was like, the music started. First of all, the curtains closed. And I got onto this like rickety thing. Now, this is like a different country. So it was like a little <laughs> bit suspect. It this was. little rickety thing. And I was like, I don't care if I fall and break my legs. I am doing this. There was no safety harness, nothing. Uh, no. <laughs> so I get on this little like swing, right? And I'm standing on it. And I get on it. The curtains are closed. I can hear them screaming. They know that I'm going to come out because they know, like, it's their club. They know that there's, like, a thing that comes out of the floor and there's a thing that comes out of the ceiling. And I chose to come out of the ceiling because I'm a bird. Of course. like a bird. Of course. So I get on this thing and it goes up. And it's, like, just, like, (laughs) some just gasoline motor that's up in the rafters. And this is not a small stage. This is, like, maybe three stories high. So I get lifted up. And then I get up into the rafters and then all I can hear is like the air conditioning units. And it's like, I'm up in this top of the stage and then I, I have no idea what's going on, but all I can start, start hearing the, the curtains opening and the crowds going. And then I start l- lowering down. My music's playing. The crowd's going crazy. And I just, I just descend like a goddamn fucking showgirl in this big feather costume and it lowers me down. My, I can see the uh, LED screens, like with all my visuals that I, like, uh-huh. you know, re- recorded and filmed that are just playing, and it's got everything there. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is the most amazing thing I've ever experienced!" The crowd screaming, "Manila, Manila, Manila!" <laughs> and then I was also there with you, Latrice. So like that was even more. And there was like the first time it was like me, me, Michael, you, and Christopher. And Chris- yeah. And girl, that is like my all time favorite performance I didn't drag because, you know, we're so used to performing on a fucking wooden box that they, Baby. You know, some yeah. guy just built in the corner of a... 
if girl, that. I truly felt the full fantasy, you know. It was full fantasy, girl. That was full fantasy. And it was packed, 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 packed. Like, Brazil was, like, always and still reigns as, like, the most fanatic fans. Like, they oh are really there for you. I have never felt <laughs> really more there like, for you. Uh, like a freaking, like, like Lady rock Gaga. Star, like, rock star. Baby. Yeah, for sure. Because you can't even go out. Like, you know, like, sometimes, like, after the show, you can go out and, like, tip out and go, hey, girl, tip around. Have a no, no, I, like, walked out the dressing room door, and I was like, oh, swarmed. Uh, uh, uh. And I was like, nope. okay, I have to go back, because this yep. is not the team. Not, you're not going to get Kiki here. So that's my top. <laughs> what about your chop, girl? You have to have, like, the worst performance ever that's just like, oh, no. No, 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 no. I, you know what? And I was thinking about this. The funny thing is, like, I've had a performance that, my wig had fell off in the middle of it. And I would have thought that would have been my worst uh, time performing somewhere. But no, it's <laughs> not. I thought I thought about the time, the one time I went to Corpus Christi, Texas. And I don't even know what the name of the club was, but bitch, will I tell you, I did not feel like a star. Oop. I did not feel like I did like when we were in Brazil. <laughs> I was like offended. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, girl, first of all, I don't know if they didn't tell anybody, but there were like literally 12 people there. Oh, no. Including me. Oh, and the, no. And a DJ. Oh, no. <laughs> Mrs. Thing. I was like, you want me to do what? For who? For why? For what? Oh, my what? God. What are oh we doing? Oh, my God. Why am I here? I could not even figure out why I was there, girl. I was like, just get me back to my hotel. I need to go. This is not the fantasy. So that was horrible. I did a show for like 10 people in Corpus Christi once. I never have ever been back to Corpus Christi. And I'm sorry if you live in Corpus Christi. Did you, did you get paid at least? I got paid, but it was like... Everyone everyone lost money and you were just like, oh, why did you? It was one of those things I was doing, I guess a tour and I kind of like went through like Austin and Corpus Christi and then somewhere else. Something weird. It was weird. I don't know why Corpus Christi was on the list, but... It it was bad. So yikes! That actually reminds me of like my one of my worst things. I think it was. It might have been in Texas. Maybe it was Corpus. Maybe it was the same damn place. I don't even know. <laughs> but I I uh, completely blanked out like where it is because I did not want to remember anything about it. It Horrible. was one of those things where I was coming from the gate. Like you know, like we fly in the same day. Yeah, that's for a horrible. lot of these things, mm-hmm. right? There was a snowstorm in Salt Lake City, so I was trapped. Uh-huh. And so my flight was running really late. Uh-huh. My flight was being delayed. It was being delayed. So it came to the point where I landed an hour after I was supposed to be on stage. Landed oh. from the airport. So I was just like, okay, I feel really bad. Like, And they were like texting. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I'm coming from the airport or whatever. So I was just like, okay, this is. I feel really bad. The place was supposed to be closing. It was like one of those places that closes pretty early. Mm. So I was just like, okay, well, my thought was like, okay, how about this? I'll come. I'll just come as a boy. I'll apologize. We'll hang out, blah, blah, blah. No. They wanted me to actually get my ass in drag, even though, like, I landed an hour after I was supposed to be on stage. So the time it took me to get from the airport to the gig, it's already now, like, 1.30. Right. And so now I'm sitting in, they're like, okay, so they it's it was a restaurant. 
that they were turned into a nightclub. They'd move all the tables and they'd turn it into a club. So I'm like, they're like, okay, here's, get right here. And it was like the kitchen. So you know how like in a restaurant, like they have like that opening where you like put the plates so that the, go from the kitchen to yeah. the dining room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here I am in this dark kitchen that they propped up a beer like next to like the oven and stuff. And they had like no lights. And they had like uh, the kids that worked at the at the party were holding up their phones, flashlights uh, to give me light. My God. I'm looking behind me. Now, there's all my all the fans that have been waiting for me for hours, just doing nothing but getting drunk. So they're fucking belligerently wasted. But oh, there's a window God. that looks straight into the kitchen. So here I am trying to get ready for getting ready and drag while everyone's watching. No, ma'am. While I'm getting ready with a flashlight from a camera. And girl, so I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm gonna put a quick face on. We'll do this really quick, whatever. I gave my music over. So I finally get out. It is like, whatever. So I'm fun, like in the middle of my song and I'm performing Hot Couture because this is like back when I was promoting my song. So it's probably like 10 years ago. Hot Couture, second verse. I'm doing my second verse. The sound goes out. I look back and the DJ was like, oh, my time's up. Close the laptop. No! Unplugged his stuff in the middle of my number and then just like left. And I was like, oh, okay. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Then I had to wait until the end of the night when they were like literally like counting the the till for the the door. door. And they're like counting singles to pay my- pay you? To pay the remainder. This is it. Mm -mm. This is it. Then, because I didn't show up on time, like I didn't get a hotel, but I had a flight like early the next morning. And by this point, like I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? And they still weren't paying me because they were still trying to get the money because people were like asking for their money back, you know, not surprisingly. Um, But then like, so I didn't even, I I got, eventually got my money. But then some, one of the, one of the local queens like invited me over to her house just to kind of like, you know, like rest for like an hour before I had to get onto like back to the airport at like six o'clock for my next flight. Oh my God. Oh, chop. Chop, 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 chop. Ah, yeah, not bro. feeling the fantasy, but you know, we've, I, I try to take it with a grain of salt because like, I know that like nowadays all people think like we drag queens are like Beyonce or Lady Gaga. We're coming down from ceilings. We're throwing our <laughs> headpieces across the floor. Right, and everyone's going yeah. wild. But yeah, like, you know, we, we do have some of our gigs where we get ready in a fucking kitchen or a bathroom. Mm-hmm. No more. Performing uh, for 10 people. I'm good on that. <laughs> Chopped. Chopped, bitch. Yeah. Ooh. And on that note, that's our show. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to The Chop, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you subscribe to our show. You can rate and review us on your podcast app. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. You can send us an email and we might read it on the show next week. We want to hear from you. So send it. Sit us up. <laughs> <laughs> platter, platter pots, platter pots. Hit us up at latriceandmanila at gmail.com. And please follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. And we'll see you next week to find out who or what gets the chop. Forever. To listen to The Chop ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com.
Chappie.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. 